When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For all hard rock, heavy metal bands needing worldwide exposure at affordable prices, online metal promo PR is taking bands from the underground to above ground. Visit their official website at onlinemetalpromo.net. Onlinemetalpromo.net. My, my favorite TV edit ever, though, even more so than that, is still the first time I saw Scarface on fucking AMC or whatever the fuck it was. Where'd you get that scar, tough guy? Eating pineapple? <laughs> <laughs> and with that note, let's watch the intro to Red Cellar View. Welcome to Rat Cell Review, but I don't know if we're broadcasting on Rat Cell Review. We are. We are? Sure? Yes, I Congratulations. have the uh, YouTube you video lot. Okay, all right, good. All right. Red salad. <laughs> we's, we's a good boss. All right, good. Welcome to Red Salad Review. Hello, everybody. Live in front of your naked Stephen eyes. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? The celebration. Woohoo! Today we have Timeless Haunt back on the show. We have George and Mister Unknown. Yes, Ooh. and it is the feast of the unknown. It is the feast of the unknown yes. because it is someone's birthday today, and that would be Mr. Unknown's birthday. So, happy birthday! Can you unknown. sing happy birthday to me now? Everybody. I will sing it to you like Dr. Frankenfurter. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear unknown! Happy birthday to you! I was about to say, dear Frankie, but no, there's no Frankie here. <laughs> but, but that's, the, that's the best version of it, so we're, we're good. We're gonna keep you. <laughs> Thank you. That one. But of course, it was also our very own Greg Noggle's birthday yesterday. So Yo! happy birthday to you, Greg! Right. Happy Greg. And, Thank you, gentlemen. And, and Wayne, your birthday Saturday, and no one gives a shit. Welcome, Timeless Hawn. Yes. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday, Wayne. Early birthday. Thanks, thanks, brother. Happy birthday to everybody, since everybody seems to be having a birthday this month. Our parents <laughs> like the fucking June. <laughs> yeah, apparently. True. Oh, boy. So what's Summer's on, not guys? the only thing coming on June 21st. Nope. I, I did get you a present, though. Actually, I got both you and Greg a present. You're fired. No. No, I got you both the new Ghost album. Oh, oh no! You want to scare Timeless Haunt? Go ahead. And just so you know, Greg, I bought you a torch. Sweet for your <laughs> birthday. 
And tonight on Cooking with Greg, the new ghost album. Exactly. <laughs> if you prefer CDs, I got CDs too. <laughs> tell you, you get so much more ripped off the fumes <laughs> CDs, man. No A track. Say no A track. No, um, no, no tape. Not no the tapes themselves, but the head cleaner all night. Just give me a dirty rag. Let's go, poppers. <laughs> I know a dirty rag that likes to clean heads. <laughs> and enough about my ex-wife. Hey, <laughs> uh, Stephen Bender says happy birthday. Bender, no, I worked with that guy. Oh, really? Yeah, for him. <laughs> so, what's going on with you guys? You guys haven't been on here. Actually, you came on our uh, anniversary uh, anniversary show. Uh, anniversary year thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was on for like five minutes. Five seconds. And yeah, he didn't say a word. And you left. Yep. <laughs> you ruined <laughs> some of the team. I ruined the whole fucking show. You did. Uh, but I see. What's going on with the new mask here? I mean, the old new mask. This is not the new mask. This is this is old the original. Mask. Yeah. The original. Vintage mask. This is the vintage. Timeless Haunt album one mask. Are we going back to this? this mask no, no. Just, now? you know, I just haven't worn it for a while. I haven't worn it for a while. It's kind of like that. Uh, it reminds me of that fucking Greg will know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, weird science at the end where the fucking motorcycle yep. dude coming with the half mask yeah it's kind of what this reminds me of it totally looks like it yeah you, awesome. you might see an appearance from the other guy later on well to be determined oh all right interesting yeah i have him back here in a suitcase somewhere i would leave him there. uh <laughs> george out of here. Yeah. Out. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't know this was Uncle Knickknack friggin' summer ro- wardrobe rocking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got one cop already. Let's go. <laughs> I know, it's hard for me to talk. George's hey, Galaxy Tab A7. What's up? Yeah, not much. How are you? That's <laughs> <laughs> just the name thing I'm on. Yeah, I figured that. It's all right. George, George is our bass player. He is. And he's uh, actually a very good bass player. <laughs> Thank you, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can hear George not uh, not only on Timeless Haunts releases, but you could hear him on the Ratsai Review and Friends Covers EP yes, that we can. released recently. And you guys did a great fucking job on those Def Leppard covers. Dude, thank you. One of them, fucking thank killer fucking job all the way around. Solid vocals, solid guitar. Drumming was... Eh. <laughs> Thank he, you. he has room for um, improvement, you know. I constructive criticism. And and, and, and to think he only had one fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> Through confession time, though, we were actually gonna do Ring of Fire uh off the retroactive album, but then I said, why don't we go deeper? Why don't we do on through the night? And we was like, all right. And that's when we got John from Shockwire to do vocals because both him and I, high and dry is our favorite Def Leppard album. So uh, the pieces fit, and Alex Petty did a great job mixing and mastering it. And uh, George, the bass sounds sick on that track. I'm not gonna lie, it's good stuff. Okay, he did a good job, he did a great job. But I was talking to Wayne about that. If you guys do another one, I want to do Wasted with you, so I want to sing on Wasted. Yeah. That is my nice. favorite Def Leppard song, yes. Okay, cool. Let's do Wasted. <laughs> uh, we're waiting on you, it's, it's up to you. So I'll fucking do it. I got a place to record now. I don't know. Am I pointing to the right guy? Georgie. <laughs> Go to Georgie's house. That's where I recorded that Mr. Grinch. This is where we call the Brady Bunch. Uh, <laughs> Stephen uh, Why, Alice? I would still like uh, like to hear you do a version of uh, I Love America Unknown. I would do that. That's a great fucking song. I would do that. I think it would fit well. 
I love America. Yes. Hello, America. Hello, America. Hello, That's America. Uh, Hello, America. Right. Hello, America. No, yeah, I meant I love America by Alice Cooper. I thought that's why I thought. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. since we're talking about Def Leppard, you, you yeah, I thought you were sense. talking about Def. Uh, no, if I had to pick a Def Leppard song, Satellite, totally. Oh, that's going deeper than on through the night. Okay. <laughs> uh, Steve yeah, wants to know oh. if uh, you have any nut soup handy. Oh, the nut soup story. <laughs> so I got a. Can I tell a story real quick? Of course. That's why you're so here. I work today, and uh, and a conversation came up between us, and we were outside saying, "Oh, the, what drives you nuts more? The guys that wear shorts in the middle of winter all the all year round, or the guys who wear the fucking beanies in the middle of summer?" I said, "Well, I don't really give a fuck. I don't really have a preference preference to either one. I guess the shorts guys because they like to show up in the winter. I I don't know. People, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh but anyway I said I, I brought up I said you remember those fucking uh those plastic fucking pants we used to wear in the 80s? Well at least I did for shows anyway. I didn't wear them around but you remember they were like fake leather real shiny they didn't breathe yeah. at all. Right. So I remember doing a couple of shows of those fucking things. You want to talk about hot dude I it's total nut soup when you take those fucking things off <laughs> and you pour them out afterwards. Yeah, they're fucking gross. Anyway, that was the nut soup thing. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to wear that. No, I won't anymore. But I used to be the short. It's only genuine here. leather now. Fine, Corinthian leather. I'm still partial to the velour track suit, but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to be the shorts guy, though. I would try to wear them as far as I could into winter. Well, I do too, but that's because I'm I'm a Californian. I'm a, I have to I have to wear shorts and a sweatshirt at all times. I mean, if we get you know, it has to be like certain degrees. I got to actually like put on pants. Yeah, well, also where you are, it's warm, but here, like it gets hot. But in my job, they have the it's, heat on like 100 degrees in the building, so it's. I it's wanna... snowed. It snowed Saturday. It was 30 oh, degrees and snowed Saturday. I was wearing shorts on that day. Yeah, I would love to. That's why I had a sinus infection. Damn, freaking <laughs> East Tennessee weather, bipolar. It was 70 degrees the day before. And then the nat- that night it snowed four inches and it was and it was twenty degrees when I woke up. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You sound, you sound like shit, by the way. Why'd you come on the show? Why did I come on the show? Because uh, it was a birthday, and uh, okay. you know uh, Michael Jack, you know the Michael Jordan flu game. You know we we we, uh, we just come out and uh, we perform. That's it. That's how yeah. we do no, it. No, no, no excuses, Wayne. No excuses. No we don't uh, do this podcast with our noses, so we're we're all hey. good. We can do the show. I want to try something real quick. Hold on a minute. Hey, Siri, call Heather. Calling Heather Wood. Mobile. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Let's see if this works. Oh, I put it on a speaker here. Why are you calling me? Hey, can you do me a really, really big favor since it's my birthday, please? Can you bring me uh, a a Russian mule or a mount? Ah, bring me a uh, a Mexican mule, please, please. In my new glass. How do I make it? Just stick a shot of uh, you know, instead of uh, vodka, use a uh, tequila and and fill the rest up with ginger beer and ice. Okay, love you. Love you too. Thank you, honey. I love you. <laughs> That's how you control your woman. That's a woman. You grovel. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't let me put no. She controls me. Trust me. Yeah, I've been married for eleven years. I know. Yeah, you know how it works. Damn, eleven years. (laughs) I like to, I like to think I'm in control, but I'm really not. So, what what are you really uh, looking for on your birthday? (laughs) Well, steak and blowjob day didn't get me anything. So. (laughs) 
Got no steak and no blowjob. That's no steak, terrible. No blowjob. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. You could at least box the steak. I'm just I'm just looking to feel as good as I did at 45 at 46, which I do. So we're all good. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't look too bad. Good health. Well, it's the mask. It is the mask. The mask <laughs> that's why I wear a mask. I tried to tell that ugly fuck down there to wear one so he could hide his fucking old age, but no, no one fucking listens to me. <laughs> that was a smart one. Why don't you wear a mask, George? <laughs> What's the point? Wait, wait, wait. He's a bassist. No one freaking cares about the bassist. Nobody cares. The bassist That's looks true. It's, it's, cares. Literally, it's literally the meme is, you know, the bassist prop- and the drummer are sitting there just going, oh, so what are you going to do after the show tonight? You know, are you guys, where are you going to go out to eat? You know, while the freaking lead, the lead singer and guitarist are banging Yo, The problem with that, though, is the fucking guy is like six foot eight tall and he's like 400 fucking pounds. So how do you hide the motherfucker, you know? <laughs> Put a bass on him. <laughs> I'm a big fucking guy, and he makes me look fucking small next to him. Especially where it counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So uh, what's going on with Timeless Haunt? I mean, uh, you got a new guitarist. We're kind of in secret uh, mode. But anyway, go ahead. I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, since the last time you were here to really talk about your band and stuff, uh, you, you, Tommy has now left the band. Yes. So you want to talk yes. about anything about what happened with that? or? <clears throat> Go ahead, George. I'm always yapping. Nothing happened. He just decided he didn't want to do it anymore. Thank you. He had some life stuff coming up that he felt he needed to take care of, and he couldn't focus on the band. So, I mean, we still talk. We're still all friends. Yeah, yeah he's a good That's dude. Good. Yeah, yeah. We missed Tommy. Yeah. We missed Tommy. He had some, you know, shit come up, and yeah, he had to draw some shit because the guy was a fucking just. He wasn't, uh, you know, he wasn't fucking like Steve Vai or, you know, someone who's fucking super shredder guys, but he was so fucking tasteful in what he did. It just made him so unique. Yeah, so that's really hard to replace. Randy has done a great fucking job. Randy's had a lot to learn in a very, very short period of time. So we've kind of put him through the fire and he's had his frustrations. And by the way, Randy broke his ankle. I think he broke it or something. No, I don't know what it. It. I need it real bad. I didn't break I, it. I'm like I don't know what it. What it is with ankles, but you remember our drummer Johnny mm-hmm. uh, about a year and a half ago shattered his ankle and had that surgery, and you know same thing here with him. So yeah, we're <laughs> we don't like ankles in this band. Apparently, ankles are <laughs> so, so. So the deep. ankle is the is the is the your is your mysterious drummer for spinal tap. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, it's funny when he actually broke his ankle. He learned how to play the drums before he learned how to walk, so he could get the album done. So yeah, yeah. yeah Who's to him? but anyway yeah we're in uh yeah so we're in like like secret mode right now i can kind of divulge a little bit it's gonna be a it's gonna be a halloween album it's gonna be a little bit different than timeless haunt has normally put out so people are either gonna love it or gonna hate it obviously Hmm. um think tso a little bit okay i don't really want to divulge too much but it'll be uh, very spooky and creepy and haunty and all that good shit. So that's what we're kind of doing. We're writing that and we're trying to write another album too. So if we're really lucky, which I don't really see it happening, getting two albums done this year, we're going to do that. But if not, we'll have two albums in the next two years for sure. Ooh, so cool. We're working hard for just keeping low key, not doing any gigs, doing some writing. Well, you did give us a killer cover in the meantime of uh, Judas Priest's Nightcrawler. Oh, dude. that was awesome. Thanks, brother. And you know, I uh, I, I appreciate all your opinions because you guys know your shit. So, yeah, thank you very, very much. I know you're genuine when you say that. So. It was a terrible song. 
And, and again, I know he's genuine. So you know. the, the original is way better. <laughs> you know what? I've heard ours is way better. So I you. actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> I really do like the way you guys did it. It was an awesome cover. And you spent a yeah. lot of money on that video for the cover, which, you know, a lot of people don't, especially doing like uh, cover songs. But uh, you, you put your time and money into that video and it came out really awesome. And you had yeah, it in did. There you're stalking people and you know, look, they look really cool. George, you looked awesome in that video. When yeah, that, George looks uh, like a complete badass in that yeah. fucking video. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, the yeah. whole shot down with the hallway with the fucking smoke coming up and it was raining yeah. out, so the rain was leaking through the fucking building and it was just oh god, it, really it was wasn't, yeah, it was good. Yeah, they go they they, they uh, got me up on the second floor in this rubble of a concrete structure and they're like, can you <laughs> climb up there? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I got up there. George, pretty George looks like an ape. He doesn't climb so good, though. No, I don't climb so well. No. I sort of bumble and limp. <laughs> but yeah, they, he, the, the guy who uh, actually like filmed the whole thing. Um, his uh, Jonathan Edwards. Thank you, Jonathan Edwards. Uh, he he runs five seven zero drone. Um, yeah. So he has a whole production team up here. It was cool because it was we did it December seventh, and of course you think December in Pennsylvania you're going to be freezing your fucking nuts off. So uh, luckily that day, I think it turned out to be about sixty degrees, but we had a ton of wind and a ton of rain, and that place where we were at was super muddy. And I don't mean just the mud where you get the bottom of your shoes muddy. I'm talking shit you sink into. Quagmire. Yeah. So 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 we had to we had to have trailers and. Uh, SUVs and fucking Jeeps and what the hell else do we have? Oh, Brandy brought his fucking four-wheeler out. And we're, we're, we got all this gear and we're shipping all this gear back a half a mile back to the to the location. And uh, yeah, we had we had we had food and pizzas and shit set up and it was an all-day thing and it was really fucking you know what? It was it was terrible but fun at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that when it rained and we got the forecast that it was going to be rainy and windy. I was like, you know what? This is going to be a blessing in disguise. And it turned out to be so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it came out really good, too. So, yeah, that guy, that guy is awesome. Like all the stuff that he did, like all those even just putting those like uh, those fluorescent lights in, in like the background or whatever. And lit well, up those walls that were all had the painting and stuff all over them. That's the difference between using your cell phone and making a video and hiring a, an actual professional oh, that knows the different lenses and the angles and the way they want to do shit. You know, it, just, it makes a huge difference. It yeah. does. Yeah. We paid a lot of money for it, but I, I'd do it again. It's worth it. <laughs> And people you, say, well, well, we can't catch a lot of shit because, well, why would you, why would any band spend all that fucking money on a cover song? Well, because, well, I'm not fucking super famous for one. And two, I think it's a great way to uh, have Judas Priest fans find that on, you know, going down a rabbit hole on YouTube and saying, oh, well, maybe I should check out more of their shit. And you know what? It has worked for us. We've got more, more subscribers, more, more traffic headed our way. So it worked. And number so, three, what's it to you? Yeah, and at number three, go uh, fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, Johnny Cash did one. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, <laughs> who hasn't? Everybody's done it. Yeah. Manson's done. Waylon it. Jennings made a whole living off covering people's songs he wanted to play. Okay, and he was awesome at it. Hell yeah, Damn man. right he was. And look at the Beatles here for their first few albums and all cover songs, pretty much. Yeah. So. yeah. So I don't, I don't see an issue. I don't see a problem doing that. You know, as long as you do it well and you do it justice and you kind of make it your own. Yeah, which I think you guys did. Was that George? It brought us exposure yeah. that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And you it was a good marketing strategy and a killer cover, actual so. Judas Priest song. So I think you guys did it. Uh-huh. Said I enjoy it more than the actual Judas Priest song. So see, he knew I think you guys did a great job. <laughs> well, to, to, to be honest, when we were first talking about it, I was actually thinking about that track on the album, and I was like, I could see it being good, but I don't know. I always thought that one was kind of lackluster, but yeah, you guys totally blew me away. Great fucking job. I think Johnny's yeah, double definitely bass. make it your own. Johnny's double bass during the uh, during the uh, choruses really helped up the tempo of that and make it stand out more. Plus, we upped the tempo, I don't know, like five RPM or BPM or whatever, right, George? You would know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we bumped it up. Along to it. I don't know. Well, it's a little bit faster than the original. A little bit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, so. Most most metal songs sound better when you play it faster. Anyway. Yeah. John well, Pink, Pink <laughs> seems to be one of those albums from Judas Priest that seems to be really polarizing. People either love it or they can't stand it. I don't but, get that because I, to me, and I'm a hardcore Judas Priest fan. I mean, I love all the original shit. I don't give a fuck name, but that was their best album. Period. There's not a bad song. Hell, no way. Yes, that's no. the best I mean, fucking album they put out. That's when they got Scott Travis in the band. Yeah, that's when yeah. Scott Travis left Racer X and joined uh, Priest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they were uh, trying to sound like Pantera. Well, that's the problem. They didn't like Pantera. A lot of people dislike it because of the production, because of the way it sounds. They're not a fan of yeah, the, the way production Chris is very it. terrible, lifeless, flat. I mean, I love it, but yeah, I, I like. I like, like some songs from it, but uh, yeah, I'm like Wayne. I like about half of it. But come on, best Judas Priest oh. album, Unleashed oh, in yeah. the East. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's new. a live album. That doesn't it's a live count. album that doesn't count, sir. <laughs> First of all, it counts because it's their best. Doesn't matter. Like Kiss with a lie. Yeah, I was really going to try too. to dispute I think that. We, yeah. I think we argued that yeah. with uh, Crazy Night. <laughs> but uh, all right, fine. Studio album, Stained Class. I mean, no. that set the tone okay. for what heavy metal became. Defenders of the Faith. Yep, Defenders. Defenders Thank of you. the Faith is a carbon copy of Screaming for Vengeance with cheaper production. <laughs> the Sentinel <laughs> is like back to now, right, God damn it's it. added to the list of awesome things Greg Nargle hates. It's I don't a, hate oh. Defenders of the Faith at all. I just think it's there's a, a lot better choices for best albums from Judas Priest. Well, I'd go sin after sin then if that's the case. Oh, that's a terrible one. Nah, not more so than Stained Class. Or oh, come on. That's got freaking dissonant aggressor on that. It's maybe the if it wasn't for that, yeah, album, there'd but... be no thrash metal. That and Sabotage because of Symptom of the Universe. I'm going to say fuck you all and I'm going Nostradamus. Kidding. <laughs> wow. Like all that. right. Kidding. What's next? Turbo? What about, what about you? I like what Turbo. About... Go fuck I yourself. <laughs> he likes Crazy Nights, so of course he likes You will not shame me. I like me. Crazy Nights. I like to, I Crazy like it Nights too. is an awesome album. <laughs> uh, yeah, about... you keep doing it your way. I'll keep being right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was debatable. What about... Debatable at best. What about you, George? What's your I favorite tool album? What's tool album? Who's tool? No, don't don't talk about tool because uh, James gets real upset. He just saw them. In uh, no, no, no. I just saw them and it was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was. Show us his pictures again. Great. He's gonna share pictures. 
Damn right I will start fucking pictures again. <laughs> uh, don't you make me don't don't dare threaten me with a good time. I'll try not to. Uh, Silent Storm, which is a uh, Jim Harris, I believe, right from. Uh, yeah, I think Emissary. I hooked you up with Jimmy. Yes, we did. We're gonna have him on the show very soon. Uh, Dude, Jim's awesome. He says Defenders, and Stephen Bender says, "What about Hellbent for Leather?" It's a great one. Good album. Yeah, I love Hellbent for Leather. I don't think it's their best, but I, it's. I mean, I, you know, I like all Judas Priest except for Nostradamus. So, yeah. and I, I like the Ripper like stuff a lot too, huh? I don't even think they like it. They don't play yeah. anything off that. <laughs> no, I didn't like don't. Demolition or Nostradamus. Those are easily their two worst albums. Must be nice to have a huge catalog like that. You can pick and choose what you want to play, right? Yeah. <laughs> can we all just agree that Jews Priest kicks serious ass? Yes. Of course they do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Judas Priest or Maiden, though? Oh, Priest, Maiden. for sure. The younger me would have said Maiden. But me today says priest. Yeah, yeah for priest sure. Day. Really? Yep. I'd pick me. More, more, more vocal dynamic. I guess. Although, although, see, and I, I go with Maiden because it's more interesting musically. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now, Jim, you must have missed that. There that. is love for Painkiller. Yeah. Some people do love Painkiller here. Yes. Fucking love that. Except for me and Greg. Oh. <laughs> uh, they're okay. To yeah. Do I. I mean, it's okay, but yeah, I just don't get the whole best album they ever did thing. That confounds me a little bit. <laughs> it's all subjective taste. I mean, really, I like yeah. when I, I hear people, people are all wrong. Though. <laughs> What's that? You're all wrong, though. It's okay. Oh, okay, it's fine. Okay to be well, wrong. It's, all right. it's all right to be wrong. But, um, regardless, go, ahead, go, go. What? You, you guys would all flip if I told you my number three pick. Oh, you would think I'm nuts, but I love Shout point out. of entry. Point of entry. That point of entry That's a good one. That's one no one talks about. Yeah, well, it. I mean, it really is super commercial. To be honest, as great as it turned out, I really think they were kind of transitioning there and didn't really know 100% go into that with a plan of what they were going to do. But I think it kind of reflects, you know, the mood and attitude they had while they were recording it down in the Bahamas. It rocks, and they were having a good time. Judas Priest was always good at that. They were always, uh, they were always molding. No, no two albums ever sounded really the same. They always kind of just uh, kind of grew with the time, and they did it well too, for the most part. I think. Yeah, and what I was saying about Defenders, even really, that one actually is, you know, speedier than the Screaming for Vengeance. But that's the only time where. It, they 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 kind of did the same style on two albums in a row, if you will. But um, I do yeah. really like that record. The only two songs <laughs> I don't like on it are uh, "Heavy Duty" and the title track. It should end. <laughs> it should end with "Night Comes Down." That just ruins that. the end of that album for me. Yeah. But sorry, you know, George, like... you've been trying to say. Something. Go ahead, George. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all I was going to say was yes. Yeah, right, well, what you going to say? Um, what, what? Wayne, shut up. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Hey, shut up. All right, go ahead, Fuck George. Go ahead. All, you. all right, move on. You know it's unknown's birthday, right? Go, George. Say, Wayne, put down the French tickler. There's no way to shut the fuck up and mute him. Here, here, I got this. Can't mute me. I'm the boss. Can't even make a sound with that thing. It doesn't make one of those things. Jesus Christ, he's terrible. All right, go. Go, George. This town needs an enema. This happens every time you guys come on the show. Yeah. Yes, but I want to hear what George has to say about Screaming and Defenders are, are similar, like you were saying, but you elaborated. So, 
Yeah. Oh, and again, okay. you know, get back older stuff, newer stuff. Again, look at the context of when stuff was written and and, and uh, recording technology and yeah. music styles at the time. I mean, yeah. you know, right. Yeah, Def Leppard, and then going commercial because you got to do better than the previous album because the record company wants you to do better. You know, it'll drop you. So. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. and that was another thing I was going to um, bring up about them actually, which again, don't get me wrong, even Turbo. Songs from, but with the 70s stuff mm-hmm. from Rockarola, but really starting at Sin After Sin yeah. Yeah. up through Unleashed in the East, you know, they were really leaders. After British Steel point of entry, they kind of became followers almost. I mean, they did their own thing, but it didn't feel as natural of a progression as it the 70s records did. It was seen more commercial and less authentic. Right. Kind of like, well, yeah. what's going to sell out so much as what do we want to write? Right. They're trying to yeah, I mean, but, but you you gave Adrian Smith a guitar synth, and we got somewhere in time. Mm-hmm. Tipton got one, and we got Rock You All Around the World. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> These things is not like the other. One of these kids is dead. <laughs> <laughs> That is a very good point, but uh, <laughs> try not to spit that out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, almost got him, Greg. Almost got him. <laughs> Wait, swallow him, spit. Oh my God! Uh, so are it's you? It's a good time tonight bitch. about side review. <laughs> so, so is the pre song? Is that just going to be a YouTube video, or is it is it a digital thing now, or what? Oh, so uh, you can get it for free if you just, and we're not going to charge you for it. We're, uh, we just put it out. We spend our money. We know we're not going to make it back. We just, uh, if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, we send you an email with an MP3 and use it as you want. So, So you know, that means support Amazon, buy shit from their band cap site. Yes, exactly. Buy the merch. Merch. Buy buy the merch. Merch is where the money's at. Merch is where the money's at. I still got to get a t-shirt, by the way. Don't fucking give me that shit. I know you have one of our t-shirts. I know yeah, I said I have one of their t-shirts. You don't? don't George. Don't. George, did you not send him a t-shirt? <laughs> it's been two years. Beats the shit out of me. I don't recall. No, <laughs> you seriously need a t-shirt. No fucking around. Do you need never, a t-shirt? Never one? got one. I will send you a fucking t-shirt. Pay up. <laughs> Gladly. Yeah, he'll send you, he'll send you a t-shirt after you make the payment. I yeah, no if you make the payment, send it right over. I will. <laughs> No, I first you get the payment, then you send the T-shirt, then we get the women. Yes. <laughs> so before first, you would first get the khakis, then you get the money, then Whatever. you get the women. Whatever. Wait, 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 God damn it, my dress is stuck. I wish it made a noise. <laughs> my dress is stuck. My dress is stuck. He's got a tear in his shoulder. We are so professional on this podcast. Death podcast. <laughs> you know, yeah, that'd be that'd be one of the greatest highlights of it. Unknown, unknown passes due to due to chair malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are actually looking for another guitarist as well, right? Yep, looking for a second guy. I need another guy. I think it'll fatten up the sound a little bit and uh, help us with a little more idea. And uh, yeah, and I gotta be up, man. I put out another ad today, and I thought I saw that just for shits and giggles. This should be fun. Here, let me go on my uh, my page here because I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna tell you what it said. 
single white and then I, and I want to get your thoughts another your, another guitarist no i want to duet with life i want to get your thoughts on the <laughs> ad so i wrote timeless haunt a signed metal band based in pottsville pennsylvania seeks a second lead rhythm guitarist requirements include you must have your own vehicle we are not your mommy we will not pick you up for rehearsals two you must have something we can listen to before any of us waste time in a rehearsal only to find out that you can't play three if you're asked to go on a small tour, you must be willing to do so. And six, you must be capable of playing once, paying one-sixth of all band expenses, including photography, video shoots, stage props, promotions, album design, and studio, blah, blah, blah. If it sounds like we're asking for too much, go join another band. <laughs> Fair enough. Perfect. Right? And you can live a fucking chase. I caught a bunch of shit for that. Like what? <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, from obvious people who do not have a car, who are, who are broke and think that they want to be a rock star. You, exactly. Don't be surprised. I mean, I've I've quit bands because, you know, it's supposed to be split uh, 20% each. Yeah. Yeah. I accounted for 60. So forget it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you're, you have every right to do that. So I think so, too. But there must have been something to happen in order for, for you to uh, to write that. Well, so one, well, yeah, of course, there are lots of things that happen for me to be. Yeah, it's called being a musician. Exactly. <laughs> have you watched watch Get in the Van? Have you listened to Get in the Van I mean, once? I mean, because I saw the the original one that you did, and but you would think like you know you got to come prepared to I, if you're going to meet a band and and try to be the guitarist, you got to come prepared, knowing something. I got a bunch of replies, and there was always something wrong with somebody like one guy didn't have a car well what do you what do you want me to do pick you up every fucking time you're an hour away and you want me to come pick you up and bring you over and then fucking drive you back when you're done what's going to happen when we go on tour well i'm sorry if i sound like a fucking dickhead here oh holy shit you got to have a fucking car but you ought to hear the fucking replies i get on facebook oh you're you're mean you're that's not a nice way to if you look for you know if you were a little bit nicer you might get more people to audition well i'm tired of being fucking nice because nice gets me oh i'm religious do you guys sing about the devil uh no <laughs> i'm not religious we're all atheists but our music is very dark is that going to be an issue well maybe well then you don't you're not going to be in my fucking band <laughs> can you play I know you guys were all atheists oh. <laughs> yeah well i am anyway well, but that's okay show. i don't Have care night, yeah, that's all right but um it's a christian and again i don't we've you know john or uh um, oh my God! My other hi Manny. Hi Manny. Hello, Manny. <laughs> Welcome, Manny. Hey, how you guys doing? Hello, Manny. What's going uh, on, brother? Hey, timeless haunt. How you doing? Georgia on bass, unknown on vocals. This is our uh, fifth rat. Perfect recording slip for good hair. Let's go. Manny, but, uh, he asked. Hey, I was interested in what he was saying about band members and auditions. So. I agree with everything he says. Yeah, but but apparently because I'm saying it, I'm coming across as an asshole, and I'm not going to get anybody with that attitude. Oh, you're, you're a signed band. Why why doesn't the record the company? What's that? You're an asshole normally. It's par for the course. If it weren't for us assholes, yeah, you fuck fuckers would be out of business. <laughs> no, I thanks for the unknown. <laughs> I I guarantee you, all the all the PC thugs coming at you, it's probably about the wording. They're probably like, oh, you could have just said could have a car you didn't have to say we're not your mammy they, 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 you know they're reflecting that they live in their parents basement so that's did why. you ever hear the old band if they know they're an hour away 
and they they can't make it you know i mean that's kind of that's a big deal it's a very yeah. big deal yeah. that's a big frustration. and another thing if you're a 40 year old guy or anything and you don't have a vehicle to me that's a that's an issue that goes beyond just not having a car that's an irresponsibility issue there's something right. going on there and i can't have that Right. Well, some of these guys shouldn't be driving. So, well, that's true too. <laughs> or they can't drive. Uh, I've, I've, been, I've been I've been on those roads near near where you guys live. I've, I've seen uh, I how live you guys drive there. Nasty. Trust me, uh, some of these people should not be driving. That in is. Fact, I don't even know if I should be driving, but anyway. <laughs> Manny, I can say the point. same thing about living on South Shore, Nassau County, Long Island. Some of these people just shouldn't be driving. But Greg, you're exactly right. It's the wording they didn't like. They didn't like the wording. Well, it hurt their feelings. Maybe it cut a little too close to home. You know what? You can go fuck yeah. yourself. You're not going to be in my band. Well, if you're in that band, you must be miserable. You know what? We're fucking very happy, man. We have a great time here at uh, Timeless Aunt. So, you know, sometimes you, wanna... you have to be direct it because otherwise they're just going to waste your time, in turn, waste their time. And no one's gonna like them. So you, screw it. You get it. You get it. You know? It comes and from frustration. That's all. It's like yeah. you, you put an ad out, and you get people saying, "I don't have a car. I'm not working, so I don't know if I can pitch in financially." It's like after all, that's all you get. You're like enough. You, or, you just or, don't want to deal with them. So it's like these are the requirements. If you can't deal with them, don't bother. Or or this one, I can play rhythm guitar, but I can't play lead. Well, what part of rhythm well, slash lead second guitar, guitar player do you fucking not get? <laughs> I mean, look, it's it's no. I, I mean, I know what George does for a profession. Everyone in Timeless Haunt is working, but you know, you make it work. You put in the time and effort. You know, and I, I think what you're asking for is nothing more than fair. And uh, honestly, and and if people are going to have, I mean, I'm I'm. Unknown. I'm not an atheist, but if I okay. knew I was joining a band where the lyrical content would be atheist, okay, whatever. I if I thought the music was good, I'd join. You know, oh, so but, people but need Tommy. to like you know curb that a little bit. But our old guitar player Tommy was very religious. He was super into God and all that. And we never we would never give anybody shit. We have different. Some of the guys in the band have polit different political views. Again, we don't let it interfere with what we do as a band. And when we're not out there singing about Satan, I mean, the guy asked me, "Do we sing about Satan?" I said, "I don't believe in God. What makes you think I believe in his alter ego?" I said, "It's just dark yeah. music, you know." You, sh you should have said, "Yes, we do sing about Joy Behar." Oh, who said that? <laughs> Joy Behar. No, she's worried about her Italian vacation. Okay. If she's Italian, I'm freaking yeah, whatever. Oh yeah. We don't ask of anybody in these ads that we're not expecting of ourselves. Right. That's. I mean, and that's fair. Well, see, yeah. see, here, here's the problem. You guys are handling this like an adult. Oh. In, 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 in metal music so i mean yeah. you know there was your first mistake that's the music, <laughs> music industry in general that's not just metal it's yeah. just a, yeah. well i was i was trying i was trying to make uh, i was trying to be more poignant there manny but yes i i agree <laughs> i mean god if, if these if these schmucks are giving a hard time about joining an original band i'd hate for you guys to come up here in some of the cover bands some of the biggest divas that you can imagine long island it's all cover bands right wayne oh yeah oh yeah there's a lot yeah. of cover bands that's that's everywhere is cover bands no, but i mean unfortunately it's very difficult around yeah. here to start an original band and find a venue to play because all the venues that were worth playing like i could have seen time Hassan play a great club in amityville called revolution that's gone because of the pandemic yeah. you know so i mean uh, i'm uh, baron from carnivore ad 
told me that they have to travel out of state to be able to play shows. Actually, that would be a great band for you guys to hook up with Carnivore AD. Um, yeah. You're familiar with Pete Steele's original mm-hmm. band Carnivore. Yeah. Right. So you got Baron from Sheer Terror on vocals and bass. You got Chuck from the Crumb Suckers and Joe from uh, Whiplash and Creator. They're out. Uh, they tour as Carnivore AD, paying tribute to the music of Carnivore. I'd like to see uh, Carnivore AD and Timeless Hunt hook up. Uh, if a, you want, like, I'll happen, send you. Happen, All right, Please I'll start. I'll send you guys his info. Thank you, man. Thank you. Only for a small fee. A small I want nothing. <laughs> <laughs> At least a T-shirt. Get- Come I on, have Lou, a you're t-shirt. The worst, you're the worst negotiator ever. You can give me I'm... something. James what? seems to think that I want everything for nothing. I mean, I'm trying to help you. I don't help need you. help. I'm go- no, you need help. help you help me help me. All right. There is another place. I help you. That, that... Fuck you. <laughs> there is another place that uh, some bands do play out here. 89 North. It's in uh, Patchog. Uh, uh, the last original band I think that played there was Red Dragon Cartel, Jakey e. Lee's old band. Oh, really? Oh, God, yeah. I need to see. Is that even still around? Is Jakey e. Lee no. is that already? I don't think he stopped it. I knew it was, wasn't going to last more than two albums. Badlands didn't last more than two albums. So. Yeah, but that, they were oh, well, yeah, there, there, oh. there's a lot to that story. <laughs> what happened there, to Unknown? Oh, no. Unknown is gone. Yeah, but you, you guys bring up, I live in Florida, Tampa, Florida, the former death metal capital of the world, but there's no place for bands to play original music. When if you do, you have to have some sort of following, you know, um, like Overkill or or tribute bands, which are big. We get a lot of out-of-state tribute bands playing in places like Janus Landing and things like that. But original music, unless you're very well known or have a backing of a of a major label, or not even a major label, well-known label, Metal Blade or something like that. You're you're practically on, you know, you don't get to play anywhere over here. I saw Agnostic Front, who do have a following, mm-hmm. right before the pandemic. There was maybe ten people there. So only ten uh, people for Agnostic front? front. Yeah, yeah, over in um, Orpheum, you know. So wow. Hey Manny, where are you at? I'm in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Tampa so I don't know how difficult it must be for you guys to it's actually not hard to play around here but uh, the problem is that you're not getting and I don't mean this towards you know any disrespect to any of the bands around here but you're not getting music like ours it's it's more the the core stuff the hardcore the thrash and it doesn't pair well with us although we do get a really good following when we do play around here we have at least packed places so uh, that's yeah. good <laughs> but uh you know, we don't we don't aspire to play the uh, you know Jim's Corner Pub every every other couple of weeks. You know, so why not? You guys got ton of ton up there, a lot of little <laughs> corner pubs and corner yes. bars. Yep. Yeah, all over. Yeah, it's actually one of my favorite restaurants is a small little pub up there where you guys are. What's the name of it? Gin Mill, up in uh, down in Lebanon. Oh, the dude, I lived in Lebanon. Yeah, the gin mill right there. That lit. it looks like the worst like little dive bar there, but really good food. <laughs> I don't know where that's at, but I lived on Cumberland it's Street back in right there, right there before the one where it starts turning into one way, like yeah. the main drag. Yeah, right that's, there, that's that's Cumberland Street. No yeah. shit. Yeah, right Dude, there. I on the right there. I know exactly where that's at. I think it was used to be called the Washington House or something. Yes, it was. So yes, I know where you're talking. I lived right down the street from there in my twenties. Wow. 
It's amazing. Amazing. A small world. Small world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when I left my original band, Phoenix Rain, I started to play with my cousin's band. And uh, his band was like a revolving door of musicians. Like every week there was a new person. And I'm like, I'm tired of teaching people these songs. I, I don't even know them. And I'm teaching other people how to play these songs. So, it just, so then you know where we're coming from. It's just I, a hassle. I know exactly where you're fucking from. hassle. And it Total takes hassle. time. And it's annoying, you know. But you're lucky you have yeah. Randy. So, you know, at least you have that. And you don't have to really worry about it too much. So. Nope. Randy's done an awesome fucking job, man. Randy's great. Yeah. yeah. So how, how much does he differ from Tommy as a guitarist? Go ahead, George. You take this. Not much. No. <laughs> they're, both great. Right, right, right. I, they're both great. I mean, <laughs> I, I love playing well, with both they, of them. So. Did, he have, did he have different styles? Like, you know, because you know, Tommy is his, you know, certain way and is Randy uh, a little bit a different Rand, style. Randy's definitely, he's more of a thrasher. He, he wants to, he, he's, he's a heavier a heavier player for yeah. sure. Yeah. Does he do more like chugging and all that type of stuff or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he first started, I remember saying, um, um, you know, not to sound pretentious. I said, you know, try to make the, uh, the, 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 the album stuff sound like the album. I know you're not Tommy, but just try to make, you know, well, at least make it sound as close as you can. And he, so he played with a very dry channel and, and like, we got rid of that real quick. We were like, you know, maybe you could wetten that up and fix some things. And now it sounds really good. So yeah, he, he's, he's done a lot of work. No. We've, we've asked a lot of, of of him in a very short period of time so we've met that challenge and then some yeah for sure yeah so with the new stuff that you're working on is it going to be a little bit different from the older stuff now because you have randy yeah i think you'll hear a different style yeah mm. yeah don's been more involved in the writing process too so you're going to hear a lot more keyboard okay. oriented stuff right, cool. yeah that's another guy we forgot to give credit to for the cover songs don as well he did oh. such a great job with them yeah, he, he's actually, uh, it's a natural. <laughs> George, I do have a question for you. So, um, so for people that have uh, watched Timeless Haunt from the stuff that you did with uh, the Rad Side Review covers, um, getting a lot of compliments about your bass guitars. So, that's a seven string that you're playing. Yeah, it's a Conklin. Conklin's the brand. It's a company out of Missouri. But yeah, it's a seven string bass. It's tuned uh, like a seven string guitar, beta high E. B to high E, okay. Yeah, B, then E to E, yeah. Got active Bartolini's in it. It's a nice bass. I like them. And I, I'm assuming they're custom only. Uh, they are now. They, they are, are now. now, okay. They originally had a, a stock uh, model, but they stopped making those, I think, in 18. So, but yeah, otherwise, yeah, they're all custom now. And you can get all kinds. I mean, they've got, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine strings. It's like a piano wow. with a strap on it. <laughs> Congratulations. You're now playing a, a heavy part. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy My back heart. after a show is like, Jesus Christ. You know, because the thing's so heavy. All, all, all I can think of is like, is because like, I know from when I went from a four to a five string bass that the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the spacing between the, between the strings was threw me off terribly. Yeah. They first. get a little closer. I found it yeah. tough when I would try and slap. It's like, shit, I had no room. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's with doing my hands? Yeah. 
I, I don't know if I could play any strings more than five on a bass. Anything above that, I'd be like, I don't know what to do with this. So but what yeah. am I going to do? Start doing chords? What is this? You can, you can do chords <laughs> if you want a solo. I mean, the joke in the band is I only really need two strings. The rest are just for show. So <laughs> people can just three, four, five, yeah. Pretty much, <laughs> just, just 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 tune them all to the same you know key and just you know that not now you don't have to go down the neck you know you just that stay at the top point. yeah but all strings cool. are the same tuning and strummed <laughs> yes that's it. Uh, by, the, by the way we are live and there are uh, seven Good eight questions. people in here and if anybody Ooh, has questions you can please type them into the chat. And, uh, Besides okay. Bender, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck Bender. Hey, Greg, 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 Greg. You know the fucking name Bender. Come on, you're with me. Where's yeah, the name hey, Bender? Hey, hey, Futurama. hey. You know what? Uh, Futurama. Uh, yeah. the back. He's, he's, back. he's, back. No, he's coming back. He just announced last week he's coming back to the show. So everybody's gonna be back for the for for the new for the remake on Hulu. For what, what remake, remake on Hulu? Remake uh, Futurama. They're doing a new season of Futurama on Hulu. What, they are, yeah, with the original cl- 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 uh, cast, everybody's back, even Katie Seagal. And the only one that was the bad was DiMaggio, the guy who voiced Bender. He was having a contract dispute with them, and he even announced he's coming back. See, I was talking about the Breakfast Club. That's what I thought. Yeah, you were that's talking. what I thought. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Said Breakfast Club. I, I, you say yeah. Bender, I think freaking Futurama. What the yeah. hell? Yeah, I never I mean, watched Young. Well, yeah, I yeah. Going, yeah. Like sorry Nelson. for being a 37 year old young guy. There, <laughs> you should be ashamed. <laughs> yeah, pay attention to the adult, you child. Yeah, yeah. when oh, when I heard sorry, Futurama, sorry, adults I thought... are talking. <laughs> yeah, and are you? Don't tell me you want to say okay, boomer. I'll slap you. Okay. All right, Gen, Gen Xer. I'm yeah. not a Gen Xer. I don't know what I am. I am hey, a Gen Xer. So. That enough. Yeah. What were you saying, Greg? I was going to say, when I heard Futurama, I thought Unknown said it. Yeah, but no, originally I was thinking Judd Nelson. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was too because of my age. Because yeah, exactly. Gen Xer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Being the old Speaking. guy. Speaking of the 80s, you know it'd be fucking cool for the next video. Make George like a Terminator raids their wardrobe. chasing what? down unknown. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> I was supposed to originally die in that Judas Priest video that we did, but oh, that man, never had happened. A chance. You almost do Encino well, Man with him. If you want to do, if you want, if you want to branch out to the 92, you know, you can do Encino Man with him. <laughs> nah, nah, you let George be a Terminator. You can even give him one of Drago's lines when he gets to unknown. I must cr- or I will I crush must, you. I would have Drago! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can have John in the back. Get or, the he could, or he could or he could beat Don with a keyboard. You know, there, there's, there's plenty of options you can yeah, have with you, Terminator. You can have Unknown join the Rocky workout and freaking yeah, Don be the be the poly in the background. <laughs> uh, I wish I'd hear that, that more often. You, uh, the, uh... You, you, you could make John the robot from Rocky IV. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd hear the John Cavity song Happy more birthday, often than Unknown. Hearing... Happy birthday, unknown. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, forget Happy birthday, it. Polly. Happy birthday, Polly. Um, when the last shows that you you had one show on uh, Facebook, you guys were playing live somewhere, and you did a cover of the Kiss song uh, "God of Thunder." God of Thunder, yeah. Yeah. Are you ever gonna maybe record that at some point? Mm. 
know, you, maybe you did that. <laughs> you did that very well. And I, I probably I don't will like just to have it. I don't think we'll put it out on an album per yeah. se, but yeah. we'll do like we did with Nightcrawler and just you know release it to whomever. And, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the original song, but when I heard you guys play it, I'm like, this is how the original should be played. That was the three well, tremors. That was the show we opened up for the three tremors up in yeah. uh, Scranton somewhere, and it was fucking terrible. Yeah. Not 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 that it was mm. a terrible show. It just fucking sounded awful because you couldn't hear anything on stage. So, oh no, uh, on, no on stage monitors or anything. Oh yeah, they were like the size of my cell phone. <laughs> oh dear lord, they just got overwhelmed by the the front of house. It was a small cramped stage. Oh, of course, as a yeah. singer. You can't hear. You're gonna be pitchy as fuck. So I'm all over the fucking place. I heard it back, and I thought oh, here he was pitchy. Yeah. At the yeah. time, I was like, oh, this we fucking crushing it. Did we sound great? And then I heard it back, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Take that off of YouTube or wherever the fuck we put it. Like, I don't want to see anymore. I sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I doubt the audience noticed. They're no, they didn't. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Randy Jack, you know, Randy Jackson was in the, was was right there going to uh, pitchy dog. Yo, just don't pitchy. think you got yeah. it, dog. That's yeah, got this the, the last speech. live show i ever played uh i thought we were awesome we opened up for epica it was a sold out show Ooh. first la- oh, first and last sold, sold out show i ever played and last show i ever played um i thought the show was going really awesome it sounded awesome to me from where i was in the back mm-hmm. uh, right. somebody somebody recorded it for us so i go home and excited to watch it just you know mm-hmm. just to see it my guitarist his uh one of his strings was completely out of tune <laughs> and he never fixed it through the whole fucking show so it I ruined think, the whole thing i think i know which guitarist it was but i won't name him no name him Did, were his initials no. bc no actually it was not and i am very shocked that it wasn't him i'm shocked really it, it was, was kp Gus. it was yep wow i was so pissed i'm like mr perfect over here always has his you know guitar tune and everything but no that one night that one night that mattered doesn't even move one on stage. Time. He had no reason for his guitar to be on to. No, I, I think his string broke or something. Your guitar player just stands still up there. Him? Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. He okay. never changed. <laughs> Love you, Costa, but I mean, but come he, on. Yeah, he was an awesome guitarist, but uh, I was so. Oh, oh, the, oh the leader of the uh, of the of the Greek uh, the the Greek uh, nationalistic front of New York. Got it. No, no, the other guy. Okay, not all Greeks are socialists. Okay, we're not. <laughs> Especially the ones from Astoria. That is true, George. <laughs> this Greek wasn't. <laughs> hey, who loves him, baby? <laughs> Manny, that was good. When in doubt, always bring out the funny Yeah, you yeah. got it. <laughs> Listen here, you punk. All right, so uh, you guys, so you said you got two albums coming. Are, is this Halloween thing or whatever you're doing? Is that like an EP or is that going to be like a full length type That's thing? That's going to be a full length, but full length. Uh, I, think, I, I think what we're... What the plan is, <laughs> is to put out something that might take off yeah. that can appeal to a, a way larger audience than just the metal audience, uh, but still be metal, but it's right. still, it's going to, oh boy, I don't want to give too much away. Oh, that's all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're a peacock, you're, you're born to fly, you're trying to expand your wings. Yeah, so so yes, this album will sound probably a lot different than our other albums. After that, yeah, then we'll probably go back to the way Timeless Haunt is. But I'm hoping what will happen is 
the the album we release will actually pick up to the point where we might even just do that on a permanent basis so we'll see we'll see what happens interesting very cool well because of how much money i make (laughs) (laughs) as always i promise to pick up a copy so look sweet dude is this the direction that you're thinking about this new album is this a conscious effort or is this just the way the songs are coming out it's a conscious effort um it's it we're gonna release it for halloween this year okay um (laughs) oh you know what fuck it should i say (laughs) say what we're doing george should i just fiber mouth exclusive i'd like to know what we're doing hold on a minute hold on a minute hold on a minute So the a full idea. cover of music from the elders. So, so wait, the, wait, Wayne, you got to play the news. You play the news yeah. intro. Play the news. Oh, I don't. I don't have it on this computer. Uh, it, it's it's on. You can this access it from the YouTube page. The BBC exclusive. <laughs> Timeless haunts. Take it away, unknown. Thank you, Chuck. And uh, right, maybe we'll find it later. What is, yeah, no, what is this? Okay. <laughs> there you go. Go ahead. Oh, well, well, I dropped gold there, and yet Lou just shits all over it. Got it. So the idea here was, um, was uh, well, you know, TSO kind of owns Christmas now, right? You know, they, they yeah. take old Christmas songs, and they, they metal them up and make them cool, and they do their own shit. But you know what? There isn't fucking nothing. There's nothing for Halloween. Nothing. I mean, except for Monster Mash and this stupid shit like that. So what we want to do is make an adult Halloween album. It's going to be fun. It's going to be like very creepy, uh, catchy. Um, and we're going to actually throw a really cool cover on the album, too. Uh, Don't really- post the cover. I'm not going to tell you to cover, but it, it, it'll be really unexpected. Um, but yeah, our, our idea is, well, let's be the let's be the TSO of Halloween. Let's see how that works out. I EHO, I like it. Actually, we're writing original music and it's all original except for the cover we put out. Uh, think, you know, I'm kind of thinking like uh, it's almost like taking, uh, you know, your famous horror movie music from the 80s, like, uh, you know, the famous Freddy Krueger, one, two, Freddy's coming for you. And then the Jason, you know, just iconic, creepy fucking someone's going to stab you in the fucking back music and and taking that and adding words to it and 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 just kind of going from there maybe well i'm sold thanks take my money take, take my, my money, money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, I want to be listening to something while i'm going through halloween horror nights let's go so that's the idea maybe like- maybe some maybe some uh-oh what happened oh hold on news that was the news that was the news that was all the news. News. Little fucking warm. You're late there. Well, something for no. That was the news. Different. That was the news. You know, I hate myself for making that. Now that I think about it. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, if we you woke everybody up in my show, fucking house. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, here. <clears throat> that yeah, still reminds me of the lame list so much, there, Lou. Thank you, I guess. But that was awesome. But uh, yeah, that's cool, man. That is an awesome, awesome idea. And uh, thank you. I I really hope that you uh, kick TSO's ass and beat the Halloween. I, I hope so. So so I've got a new look coming, and uh, I'm gonna change mask and change outfits again for that. And uh, um, 
Yeah, we're uh, we're getting our we're getting our photos taken by a Playboy and penthouse photographer coming up here in May, and huh? yeah. Helmut Newton. I'm hoping they can work our ma- their magic. And <laughs> that's right, Chris Caffrey. Huh? Time is hard. It's coming for you, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lou, you're so close. I wasn't gonna drop that word. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the greatest, the greatest promo ever made. I love it. <laughs> oh God. Uh, speaking of that, I don't know if you actually want to talk about. It. I mean, you did post about it on Facebook. What time, uh, Mister Unknown? What's that about your wrestling? Oh, we're getting into that. We're getting yeah. into the what, dark side uh, of the ring now. Yeah, we just had, uh, unfortunately. Uh, Razor Ramon, uh, Scott Hall. Oh, Scott Hall. Just passed away. Piece of the bad guy. Ah, he was like one of my favorites too. So fucking good. He was the perfect heel. Just a chico, you know. Oh God, the the perfect for a a a white Irish man to be a Cuban man for the rock that gimmick for the rest of his life. I thought he was Jewish. He was Irish. He was Italian. (laughs) It's like Irish. Hall. Hall. <laughs> but yes, I I was a professional wrestler all through my twenties, and then I uh, quit yeah, like around thirty ish. And uh, one day I had I got a bug up my ass, and I said, you know what? I, I think I want to go back into wrestling as a manager. So I was like thirty eight, I think, when I started back into it. So I started going back. I I uh, originally took um, uh, went to wrestling school with the wild Samoans uh, from the 70s and 80s you guys might be familiar you gen x guys anyway might be familiar Afa and Sika, uh, correct? Uh, yeah Afa. yeah so, i already know the school i already know where you're at so, okay yeah. so <laughs> Afa Afa was my first trainer back in the day um and then uh so you know who samu and fatu are from the head shrinkers and yes. when i went back at 38 i went to see them guys down in allentown and i was training down there and uh i don't want to tell you who i am or i was because i don't want to give it away but uh yeah i was a i was a great fucking heel or well i tried to be a great heel anyway oh i think uh, you have that down pat yeah yeah <laughs> fuck you George. no fucking problem here no acting no acting on that one no acting hey hey hey, hey the best gimmick for just your, your own personality just turned it up a little bit so i used to do this yeah. thing where i would walk out to the ring and when people would touch me, i'd have a cigar hanging out of my mouth and a fedora and people would, and a leather jacket so they would, i would come out and people would fucking you know they would fucking touch you as you walk by and when they did that i always had my pocket full of uh, tissues and i would wipe wipe where they touched and then I flick, flick the tissue in their faces afterwards. And... <laughs> Perfect. Nice. Perfect. Love, but, uh, it. love yeah. it, Carney. Yes. But yes. Love it, Carney. Need more gimmicks in wrestling. Yes. Yeah. But then I ended up getting hurt and uh, having a realization that I wasn't 20 something anymore and thinking, you know what? You know, I don't get paid shit to do this. And if I fucking break my neck, then somebody's got to wipe my ass the rest of my life. Maybe it's time to just fucking hang it up. Because I mean, they were getting me wrestling again. He was like, "Well, you know, you can, you know, offer." Um, uh, Samu was like, "You know, I, you know, you can hang and bang with my twenty-year-old guys yet. Why not? Fucking, we'll get you doing some tag team stuff, you know." Well, yeah, hey, brother, okay. you can do the tag team shit there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like, "All right, yeah, okay, I'll do that." And then, you know, ended up getting hurt. So, how bad did you get hurt? Well, we had a. Hey, that's to make him retire. 
Yeah, nothing yeah. to retire. I mean, it's fall. It's, yeah, it's a fall down, man. Yeah, John. but it, it was, I mean, God, it thank God he didn't get slammed by Goldberg. You know, it, was, I mean, it kick, wasn't super kick by Goldberg. Yeah, super. Get it right. Mm. It wasn't even the worst injury I ever had wrestling, but uh, I just I don't know. It's something that got it got in my head, and once it gets in your fucking head, I mean, you're protecting other guys when you wrestle. I mean, you got to make sure you don't kill somebody else. Um, so it kind of got in my head, and and when it got in my head, I knew it was time to step away. But what happened was uh, we were doing an open house where we have young guys come in and we beat the shit out of them. Uh, you know, for, they come in for a week for free, you know, and, and they, they, they're some of these guys that come in, they think they're tough and whatever. And some of them are, and some of the biggest fucking babies are the guys that are six, eight, 300 plus pounds. And they, you can't, they don't want to fall. They don't want to land on their backs. So they don't last long. Uh, but we had this skinny little kid come in. He's like 18 years old. We were calling him Pussyfoot because he was a soccer player and he kept tripping over his feet. We were trying to do rope drill with him, teach him how to bounce off the rope. And he kept twisting his feet up and he almost tripped. And I don't know if you've ever been in a ring or felt the the ropes on a on a ring, but it, it's elevator cable wrapped in duct or not duct tape, but uh, uh, electrical tape. So it'll it'll you know it'll Hurt kill you. you. It'll burn you. Right. Right. No, it'll, yeah, it'll, 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 it'll take out your trachea. Yeah. It, it'll it hits your fucking neck. It'll crush your neck. I mean, you know, it's happened before, and guys have died doing that. So he kept tripping. So, so Sammy was like, "All right, everybody, stop." He goes, "You get in the middle of the fucking ring, and you're doing the body slam drill." So we taught him how to give a body slam, and I was the last guy in line. There must have been twenty of us in, at school that night, and. Uh, he gave me the body slams that came around. He made him go again. So he had to do 40 fucking body slams. So I was the last guy again, the second time around, he was, the dude was about ready to fucking puke. So I pivoted off his leg and he, he got my torso over. Um, the first time he did it, I told him to tuck my neck. Cause he almost dropped me on my fucking neck. I said, you need to grab my neck. You need to protect my neck. So you need to bring my head up when I come down all right all right so he did it he, he brought my fucking head up but he let go of my torso too early he brought his fucking elbow into my eyeball and i went completely fucking blind yeah completely gray thought i lost vision and then i looked my fucking hand was blood on it. i was like what the fuck i said sammy i said something's going on here i said i don't i can't fucking see anything he says go over to the mirror here so we went over to the mirror and i went split my fucking eyeball wide open there was a split Jesus. in the eyelid you could actually pull the pull the eyelid apart and see the eyeball and so uh i don't know it took about a half hour 45 minutes after we got to the hospital to start getting vision back and i was seeing fours and then threes and then twos but now uh you know he he just glued it up he couldn't sew it so they glued the thing shut told me i had a concussed eyeball but uh i, I still with this eye if i look straight up i see double because my eyeball's offset so yeah wasn't the worst thing that's ever happened but still it's, it was uh, enough to get in my head and i, I figured it was time to hang it up <laughs> so i i would like to ask a legitimate serious question then okay. of the obviously you going into wrestling school you understood that it was a work and that you know the the matches are predetermined mm-hmm. you work the match you can call the moves in the ring mm-hmm. how many of these young boys that would come in would realize that it was a work if they were all acting like tough guy like what percentage realized it was a work all of them i would just i mean you know just coming in and not knowing anything about yeah them? i mean for them to think like they could just be tough guys and like you know they're, oh, they're no. in open house training i mean oh no yeah, they come in, they they realize real quick they ain't the toughest guy in the room and i wasn't the toughest guy in the room either there were some fucking animals you know um mm-hmm. <laughs> no they, re- they they get 
beat up even the big guys we beat the shit out of them guys like george come in they don't want to land on their backs so we, we fucking tie their hands together out front and we 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 do the push thing we'll we'll put a guy behind him and we'll just push him over so he lands on his back and, and he can't catch himself because his hands are tied they don't like that the big guys don't like that it's always the little fuckers that would do the fucking you know 360s off the top ropes and shit it's always the little guys that did the, that that were fearless <laughs> <laughs> the bigger guys I, it just I, james and i both have this uh, uh attitude with wrestling where it's like you know we appreciate the buildup of a match and we hate it mm-hmm. when people just try to get their shit in and completely forego storytelling for hey mom look what i could do no like, we i don't, just like, don't that. like that that's why uh, i don't watch it anymore I think see, it, this is the reason why like I, I i watch only certain stuff like i even even like for me with aew i watch only a little bit of it but like for me, it's all about like blood sport and stuff like that. The stuff that like it's it's cat it's more catch wrestling based. It's more grappling because I come from a back grappling background. So okay. for me, it's it's all freaking. I that's I get down with that shit. Then, then Chris the, ben, Benoit guy. Uh, I was at first as a kid. Well, um, course, I mean, every, everybody was yeah. Well, yeah. Not I mean, but like what even even back then, like I enjoyed if it was luchadors, I enjoyed like La Parca. And shit like that. So, you know, let, let's, chairman of the board. Absolutely. I have, uh, a, I have a quick. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no, you're fine. While I'm on the Chris Benoit thing, I have a quick story. He was. Uh, they were coming through town and they're doing a house show. And anytime the guys would come through town, a lot of them would come into the school because they knew Appa, and he would come in and they would just, uh, you know, do some schooling with us. And that guy made my chest bleed. He chopped so fucking hard it was ridiculous. I mean, yeah, he had a chop on him. <laughs> he was just everything outside of that but this, his matches and everything were were amazing and made you made you fucking re, make you made you fucking realize it was real god damn it he was the best and he was a real he was a real tough guy he was a fucking yeah. animal he was a short little fuck stout but he would he was nasty yeah. <laughs> i always enjoy those guys the, the like uh we were you know lou we've had uh, like on my old show we had uh rip rogers and those type of guys on the show Kevin Sullivan, the real, you know, the guys yeah. that did, did, you know, had done it and lived it. Yeah. And those guys are freaking legit. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want to I, fuck uh, with them. I had Masada on my show. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. I'm not. No, I don't know who that uh, is. He's a Texan wrestler. He trained under Rudy Boy Gonzalez and Shawn Michaels. Made his name in Big Japan doing death matches. Mm-hmm. And he's back in Texas right now. Uh, he wrestles part-time. He's a full-time machinist as well as runs his own business. So, when you know he doesn't wrestle to make a living anymore he wrestles just to you know keep his uh skill set up and you know although he's known as the guy who brought skewers to matches you know like that's not his finish but that's part of his gimmick he invented it i don't care what atticus coger says Mm. (laughs) um you know he's um probably the one guy where it's like a lot of the indies uh, a lot of the indie boys look up to him because of uh what he's accomplished outside of the united states without the push of like a wwe so you know good guy too and a metalhead he used to cool. uh he used to bounce for uh so the green and crowbar so good you know good stories you shared with uh me on my on my podcast so cool wayne take your show back we're sorry <laughs> yeah, no, we'll talk we'll keep talking wrestling here if you I want to keep will. going i mean uh, I, I love i love hearing off i hear i love hearing off of freaking and, and samu uh, stories because man Talk about some tough SOBs. Oh, we we got a comment. Rats are review. I like turtles. Good for you. Yes, great. <laughs> who was that? You like turtles? Say who it was? No, that was Wayne. 
That was Wayne. Wayne. You like turtles. being an asshole. Lou loves painkiller. I like turtles. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Rest in peace, Razor Ramon, and also Big E too. He actually talking oh, about God, making that's necks. He just broke his tragic. Neck. Wait, 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 wait. Big E from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he 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 you broke mean... his neck. He broke his neck this weekend. Yes, he broke his neck I... this weekend, and it looks like it might not be able to be healed properly for him to return. Oh. You just said rest in peace, Big E. So he's no, alive. No, no. I said rest in peace, uh, Scott Hall. But Big okay. E, because we were talking about broken necks. Yeah. Big E just oh. Maybe if you yeah, just, just had a yeah, he years, had his accident. Yeah. You would know what's going on. <laughs> All right. Well. But also, I'm happy because, like, you know, you've got Danielson doing his dragon gimmick, and you've got William Regal back in AEW. They're doing doing this stuff, so I'm excited for that. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe I should yeah. start watching it again because I, after I retired, I completely shut it off because I knew if I watched it again, I I want to get back into it. So not with these new people. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Just 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 watch just watch Bloodsport on pay per view next <laughs> next month. All right. Anything else, Manny? Got anything since you're a little late? No, no. I was just listening to you guys talk about wrestling, realizing I don't know a damn thing about wrestling. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to. Have you thought music being a lot of, are you a musician, Manny? You look like one. I used to play a long time ago. Yeah. I haven't okay. played in a while though. After I got kids, you know, I don't need to tell you. I don't know if you have kids, but life gets in the way and you know, get back into it. So no, I've been thinking about kids. just I was just thinking about uh, doing little acoustic shows here and there, but I have to get my chops up. It's been a long time. It's Understood. Long time. I always see you on Facebook. So. Yeah, I just post music. You don't hear any. Uh, you notice I don't really put anything personal. I want small pictures of my kids or some people I'm hanging out with. But, uh, you know, uh, something you brought up earlier that I was thinking about was uh, how people bring up politics and religion. And I think not just in music, but how people just aren't accepting of different viewpoints. Um, I don't know what your politics are. I'm, mine are pretty liberal, but I have friends that are very conservative. I don't, I don't care. You know, I, I think people just don't discuss things. They, they, you know, they'll talk to you and go, well, uh, time goes on. I'm going to tell you my politics because I'm going to try to change your mind. There's no way I'm going to change your mind or anyone else's. I, I just think the way it's gotten is just, you know, it's out of control and i don't I, i'm not going to discuss it in my music and i'm not going to discuss it on my facebook i mean i may be vague about it here and there but i'm not as soon as that politics shit gets brought up i have my fucking views and you have yours and there are guys in my band we have different viewpoints and and we joke around with each other right fun with it though yeah. you know yeah, yeah but I, I just think it's a shame that it is that even somebody would ask you that question you it know is. it is about a shame well you know your religious views does it really matter you know if you were a christian or an atheist what does that have to do with what you're playing it matters that they have a car to get to rehearsal that's what exactly jesus didn't have to take the steering wheel that's (laughs) jesus take the wheel exactly this is why i believe in the flying spaghetti monster the flying spaghetti monster could just grab you and move you to the different Ah, pastafarian eh ramen absolutely He 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 boiled for our sins let us pray <laughs> for our sins. Oh. And, and Greg, where's your uh, pillow buddy? Hmm? Your pillow buddy, oh, wrestling. Where he's asleep. Uh, they're they're in the closet. No, it just it really hurts. It's sitting <laughs> like, like this after like, about an hour or so. Yeah, Fuck my back. They're, they're in the recently. closet, like Greg is. I'll get my pistol. <laughs> <laughs> Where can everybody go see Timeless Haunt as if we already don't know? 
Yeah. Do it. Where? Where can we? What's your you side, guys? boys? <laughs> Come on, George. I'll let you talk. Right. Uh, timelesshaunt.com we're on facebook instagram twitter uh, we have Bandcamp. Uh, everywhere there's social media too many to fucking mention they're everywhere and they're- you have your own youtube channel correct guys so we do have our, yes right. that is correct we do all right yeah. perfect yeah, so and if you subscribe let us know and we will send you an mp3 of um nightcrawler for free so i will subscribe as soon as i log off this thing Sweet, yeah. just send well, us show my Facebook page. Give me your email and I'll send it right over to you. You got it. You got right. it. Brother, appreciate it. Everybody go I check that out. And as usual, go check out ratsoutreview.com. Of course, the best fucking yeah. unscripted podcast, metal podcast <laughs> on. <for laughs> the best, the most professional, unprofessional podcast. That's it. That's what makes us so professional is that I can be so unprofessional. That's it. Well, we, also, we also want to give some love to 97 Underground and Zombie Ritual Radio. Those guys are awesome and always yes, shutting us out on Twitter. Always. Oh, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah, they're very awesome. And thanks to George for that because George. Fucking knows, Baltimore, uh, baby. Baltimore fucking represents, man. Yeah. Yep, that was George's thing. So without George, that would have never happened, right, George? Well, even though I was late, thank you guys uh, for having me on and thank you, Time Was On. George. I'm glad we got to talk to you finally. Uh, also go to musicaslifepodcast.com even yes. though he doesn't update the, the website very often but uh, no i do not <laughs> I, my link tree is <laughs> that, updated more a, often than my that's site that's an understatement uh, wayne but yeah, yeah go ahead it is. and then also go to onlinemetalpromo.net which is now yes. you guys are actually uh, part of that as well right yes benjamin from online metal promo is now our promoter as well as uh your yes. guy uh yeah yeah project resurrect yeah. That's what I wanted Which to say. Which you can say. find on projectresurrect.bandcamp.com. That out. <laughs> <laughs> you can also find the project. It just rolls off the tongue, not like Timeless Hot does, you know? Right. 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 Wayne, we actually have a big interview planned for tomorrow. Should we tell the public? Or, oh, yes, uh, we do, wait. but it's not going to be live, Lou. And it's going to be for something else that we really can't talk about yet because it's oh. not you know, uh, finalized, even though I did post something on Facebook and I kind of wasn't supposed to, but I uh, was jumping the gun a little bit. Oh, did you get slapped on the hand for that? No, yeah. not really. I just, you know. He said, wait, he said, hold on. So I gave a little teaser. There's going to be a thing called Rat Salad Review Rat Hole. It's going to be part of something else. Not like a glory hole. Not, no. (laughs) Or will it? But but, uh, our first guest for this new thing that we will be doing soon will be Ross the Boss. Ooh, X Man of War, baby. He also did The Dictators, a great. Dictators, uh... yeah. Yeah, great punk band. Unfortunately, no longer with Handsome Dick Manitoba, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> just the name, just the fact that the guy's name was Handsome Dick is so punk. <laughs> <laughs> Manitoba's wild kingdom. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah, and he's also with Death Deal too, and I, I believe they have a new EP out. So we'll be talking about that and a bunch of other stuff too. So that we're doing that tomorrow but uh stay tuned to when that's going to be we'll actually have part of that on on rat salad review so that will be on here at some point so stay mm-hmm. tuned for that and uh hit subscribe and smash uh, that like button smash it as hard as you can like comment and subscribe hit subscribe on timeless haunts youtube channel get that song hey from real me. quick i'm sorry wait can, can i stop you real quick i know everybody wants to go can you you gotta fucking tell everybody about how you pranked me a couple of uh, months back <laughs> oh, you tell how you i you tell was so pissed at you i wanted to break your fucking neck i, was oh, I so heard about this angry oh my god do this <laughs> hold on man. 
do it real quick. You got to fucking do it. Well, it's just hilarious. I, Dude, real I was, quick, so, while Wayne is uh, drinking, thanks for everybody who's been watching the uh, interview I did with Baron from Carnivore AD. Coming up soon, we got more. But go ahead, Wayne. But uh, yeah, when we started doing the cover series stuff, I obviously wanted you to be like one of the first songs. So it, it, you lied to me, which I didn't know at the time, but you got this interface and, you, you know, you're trying to figure out how to use it and all this stuff or whatever. And, uh, you know, I found out and then I, I talked to George. I said, I'm going to prank. I'm going to prank unknown. You know? How did I lie to you? Because you said you had an interface. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You said you said I bought it. I'm getting it. And I said, which one is it? And, and I, I described it to you and I said, and you said, yeah, that's the one. And you, you agreed with me. You said you were getting it. That's, that's what started the whole thing. But anyway, go ahead. I don't that's remember. What started that. Go ahead. But uh, yeah. I don't I don't remember what else did Continue I do the joke. Yeah. What else did I do, though? I. Um, oh, my God. Now, I, I don't remember. So you I'm, called me at work. I did call you. OK. Uh, you called me at work. I'm driving. I'm a tractor trailer driver. I was actually I texted you. I texted you. Yes. Texted me first. Something about. Um, Oh, you fucking liar. You were supposed to, you know, you could have done these vocals on this shit and you didn't fucking do it, you know, and I'm really pissed off at you and whatever. And I fucking was like, well, I'm not fucking texting this dude. I'm going to call him. So I called him and I was like, dude, what's going on, man? And, and dude, he was so good. His acting was superb. He says, you know what the fuck you did, you lying piece of fucking shit. You can't fucking help me out. I get you guys on my fucking show. You don't fucking do nothing for me. You could have done these fucking vocals. And I fucking lost. I was like, listen to you, motherfucker, you cocksucker. I'll fucking come down there. Fucking long on. I'll beat your fucking ass, you fuck. Dude, I was so fucking angry. I went home early from work because I was so pissed. He calls George and he told George what I did. George said, you better apologize to him because I think he's pretty serious. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, then he ended up telling me it was a joke, but it went all day. I was... You wouldn't answer the phone when he was trying to call you to tell you it was a joke. I was fucking fuming, dude. You had me so fucking angry. I I remember now. That That was funny when you said they yelled at me. Then I just hung up on you. Oh man, Wayne, that's a bitch move. <laughs> oh man, no, it was good. It was really good because I'm hard to get. Like, like I do this shit to people, you know, and I'm not usually the one that gets it back. And I got a taste of it. It was fucking good, dude. You did a great fucking <laughs> job. But don't forget, I won't forget, motherfucker. I the Rad Side Review Time is Hot Prank War. It is yeah. out. We'll get it. We'll get it. You won't know what's coming either. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, you're going to get you're going to get some like spackle at your freaking home or something like that. <laughs> you're going to get sugar in your gas tank, Wayne. <laughs> oh, my oh I know something I could do <laughs> that I actually did to a couple of my roommates before. If I came up to stay with one of you guys, well, now you know, so it wouldn't be good to do. But you know them little fucking party poppers, yeah, that pop with the confetti out. Yeah, I, I rigged them up to every single door handle in the house. So when you open the door, <laughs> they were finding a months later. I get these texts. Really, dude, you put one in the fucking linen closet in the basement? <laughs> like, well, I had a bag of deposit. 50 of them. That's awesome. <laughs> Funny, too funny. That's that's like that's like the story of uh, we have a uh, my NCOIC. We have a picture of him when he was just a young airman, and for one time when he was off out, out on deployment, we found it and photocopied all these pictures and we put them everywhere. 
<laughs> I'm talking back behind bathroom stalls, inside the freezer, inside the ice cube tray, everywhere. Nice. He comes and go, he just comes up and just goes, All right, which one of you motherfuckers was the one that fucking did this shit to us? And we just all sat back and waited. Nice. <laughs> it was all of us that did nice. everything. Too funny. All right. Everybody. He still he still finds them. Anyway, good night, everybody. <laughs> Anything else? You done, James? No, I'm never done. This is I my show. Never. I know. Rightsideofview.com, musicalslife.com, timelessquad.com, onlinemanaprovo.net. Uh, that's it. Goodbye. See you later. That'll be a- Demoni. You always have to do that, don't you? We yes. here. Hey, it's Demoni. Uh, now we're off to here. Okay. Looking for some new podcasts to listen to? Well, look no further than the Ratsaw Review Network. Ratsaw Review is taking over the podcast world with plenty of shows to choose from within their network of entertaining programming, including the flagship show Ratsaw Review with Wayne Noon, Greg Noggle, and Lou Mavs, as well as occasional co-hosts Manny Mejias and James Lilquist. We also have the official Ratsaw Review spinoffs, such as Album vs. Album, Screams from the Grave, where we discuss beloved yet forgotten hard rock and metal albums of the past, and a King Diamond podcast called This Broadcast Belongs to Them. We've also got Old Man Metal's Musings, The Right Opinion with Harrison Bergeron, Beyond Bushido, a podcast dedicated to pro wrestling and MMA with James Elquist and Eric Adams. No relation to the guy from Manowar or the mayor of New York City. The Vieira Vault with Ralph Vieira. Schnackle a to you too, Ralph. The Timo Tolki podcast featuring Stradivarius and Avalon founding member Timo Tolki. The BS Sessions with Mark and Jerry. Just the cheese, please. A podcast dedicated to cheesy films of the 1980s with Tara J and Adam. The Friday Night Party with the great Harry Barnett and Evie. And the Music is Life podcast with Lou Mavs. The Ratsaw Review Network is your go-to one-stop shop for the best podcasts out there today. Go to RatsawReview.com for more info. And to find out where you can find, follow, subscribe, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all streaming platforms. The Ratsaw Review Network. We're We're taking over.